It's blazing hot outside. You get in your car to turn on the AC to get cold air pumping, but it blows hot air out. This issue is commonly caused by low refrigerant due to leaks in the AC system. You want an easy, all-in-one solution that will restore the cold air in no time. AC Pro Recharge Kits. Make restoring cold air easy for even those with zero DIY experience in less than 10 minutes. Save time and money versus going to a shop by picking up an AC Pro Recharge Kit today. Be a pro with AC Pro. You're listening to MLB.com Extras, brought to you by MLB.tv. It's baseball everywhere. It is Thursday, November 16th, and we're talking Tigers baseball today with our good friend, Jason Beck, Tigers reporter for MLB.com. Jason, thanks for joining us today, and uh, the place I want to start is with a kind of a uh, a Tigers icon, I think, despite him uh, you know, still playing and a lot of years left in the tank, we hope. But I would consider Miguel Cabrera uh, one of the at least uh, icons in the making for the Tiger franchise, the former two-time MVP. But uh, Cabrera obviously uh, did not have an MVP caliber season in 2017, had those uh, back issues, which I think kind of sprung up in spring training and never never really left. So talk about uh, you know what he's doing differently this offseason in terms of training. I mean, every athlete wants to get uh, you know bigger and stronger, but he's doing it in a bit of a different way, there's more of a different focus within this offseason. Kind of talk about that and how he wants to prepare differently to get ready for 2018. Yeah, he's always focused over the years on, on building strength in the uh, offseason with his workouts. In fact, it, you know, it used to be a, a pretty regular tradition that you would see him post on Instagram some of his crazy workout routines in the offseason. Well, it, it's changed a little bit this winter where uh, he's doing more on core strength and, and trying to build muscles around his back to help alleviate some of the back issues that bothered him last year or this, this past season, I mean. And, uh, you know, we'll see if it works. You know, we really won't know until the next spring. But uh, I think it's, it's a lot of things that we either have to transition to at the age because, you know, for one thing, he was carrying so much weight until uh, you know until this year went on, and now he's lost some weight, as Alvila explained it. But he never really built muscle to go with the weight loss. This is intended to kind of build the muscles around the back, and I I expect what you'll see uh, next year is a slimmer Miguel Cabrera, but hopefully one who's healthier, a little bit more flexible and a little bit more able to cover the plate than he was uh, this year when he admitted that he had trouble reaching for outside pitches because of his back issues. Jason, was there ever any uh, discussion, you know, maybe not uh, outright discussion, maybe more of like, you know, whispers that that maybe Cabrera was a little bit out of shape in, uh, in 2017? I mean, he's always been a bigger guy. You go back to his Marlins days and, you know, he came up and he, you know, as most young guys do, had the baby fat that you kind of shed as you get into better shape. And he did that when he was dealt to the Tigers. But still, was there some talk that maybe he wasn't in the best shape of his career and that might have lent itself to some of the problems he had? Not out of shape. I don't think, if anything, I, I think he pushed it pretty hard in the off season because he's trying to get ready for a World Baseball Classic. And it was during that WBC where we saw the back issues first flare up and he never really got over them. They, they might have uh, ebbed and flowed for a while there, but he never really was completely healthy from that standpoint. And so uh, it wasn't 
necessarily a matter of, of being out of shape. I think what a lot of us have anticipated was that at some point that weight that he's been able to carry over the years was going to have to drop a little bit just because of a natural function of age where, you know, that back is a harder time handling. I've, I've seen it with players over the years before, players of that body frame as they age. Nietzsche Young went through something similar. He had to go through a pretty dramatic uh, weight loss um, as he aged into his 30s. I wouldn't expect Miguel to have to go through anything quite so drastic. I think, but I think uh, I would expect he's going to have to go through something gradual, and you'll, you'll see a thinner Cabrera as we go on. How that affects his power, I don't know. You know, the, that body frame was a reason for you know a, a portion of that power, and one reason why we were able to see seemingly effortless swings send balls out to the opposite field. So there might be a transition there. Yeah, I agree. I mean, he's at that age where uh, most athletes are definitely at a crossroads. He's uh, 35 now, and that's, you know, it comes a point where you can't be, you know, the the big bulky guy you maybe were at uh, 25. You have to focus more as he's doing on the core strength and slimming down and getting a little more lean. And if he can do that, uh, hopefully it lends itself to better health for uh, Cabrera in 2018. Well, Jason, uh, when the smoke clears, uh, you know, Miguel could very well be the the only elder statesman, if you will, left on this uh, rebuilding Tiger squad as a lot of chatter in recent days at the GM's meetings in Orlando regarding uh, the possibility of a trade for Ian Kinsler, uh, the longtime second baseman. Uh, on that front, what are you hearing uh, in terms of teams that may be interested, teams that could partner up with the Tigers for any potential deal involving Kins- uh, Kinsler at some point this offseason? Well, I expect some of the suspects from last year, the, the teams that expressed interest, would, would come back. Because as I wrote um, you know, a week or two ago, so it's really those teams that were interested in Kinsler and ended up going elsewhere to find second base help. Those guys that they got the help at second base are free agents. The, the Brewers went through that with Neil Walker. The Angels who were reported as contemplating a Kinsler move. You know, they got Brandon Phillips last August. Well, he's on the open market now, too. So those two teams are now back looking for help. I think you could add some other clubs potentially into the mix, too. People are wondering, you know, could the Red Sox look Kinsler's way as a temporary fill-in? Well, Dustin Pedroia recovers from surgery. Uh, and even a team like the Blue Jays, goodness knows, they've had a whole lot of injury issues at second base with Devin Travis's. Uh, injury issues over the years. It'd be ironic since Devin Travis was a former Tigers prospect who they got in that trade for Anthony Ghost a few years back. Yeah, it remains to be seen uh, what they do with uh, Ian Kinsler in the offseason. But as you said, there are definitely some teams that would be interested in the veteran services, uh, including uh, the Red Sox was one I didn't think of, uh, given Dustin Pedroia's uh, injury and health issues as he uh, just underwent surgery. Uh, Jason, who is a guy? Is there a guy right now on the roster that is kind of waiting in the wings to inherit that full-time second base position or might there be a stopgap solution in uh, the trade market or free agency until one of those youngsters at the lower levels uh, could assume that role for years to come? Well, um, you know, right now, Dixon Machado is a man without a spot. Um, he, he was almost like a rule five pick type guy last year, even though he'd come up through the Tiger system. They, they kept him on the roster because he was out of minor league options and, 
they didn't want to lose another organization because they anticipated at some point either dealing Kinsler or dealing Iglesias, and they wanted to have a um, heir apparent right there. And you know, neither of those has happened so far, but they did cut loose uh, Andrew Ruhlman, who got claimed on waivers by Seattle. So right now, if they open the season tomorrow, you know, Dixon Machado would be that primary utility guy. But he's still waiting in the wings in case they trade Kinsler or Iglesias. And if that would happen, he would slide into one of those spots. Now, they did sign um, former Twins prospect Nico Goodrum to a minor league deal. So he could slide in at second base if they did any additional deals. And beyond that, you know, they had Omar Infante at AAA Toledo last year in case they did a deal involving Kinsler. So they would have somebody who could slide in at second base on the utility role. He's a minor league free agent now, but he would be interested in coming back if the Tigers came looking again. He still wants to play, even though he played this season at 35. So it, it kind of depends on what type of moves they do and how many moves they do, really. Yeah, it would seem that uh, Machado uh, has the inside track, but there's certainly a couple options there. If uh, Kinsler is dealt, that's a big if right now, but uh, certainly time will tell on that front. Uh, Jason, coming down the home stretch here, uh, Monday is a pretty significant day for front, office, uh, front offices because that's the day that teams need to finalize their 40-man rosters, and that's not insignificant because the guys that you don't protect on the 40-man get exposed to the Rule 5 draft, and given the state of the Tigers franchise right now with so many young guys and uh, being in this rebuilding process, what are some of the tougher decisions that the Tigers are going to have to face when, uh, when setting their 40-man before Monday's deadline? Well, the good news for them is that they don't have any top prospects who have to be protected yet, so that's more going to come uh, a year from now. But they do have some guys who are who are right along that fringe who they're going to have to make some decisions on. Uh, you know, Mike Gerber is an outfield prospect. I'd expect him to be added. I think he ranks 10th in the Tigers system the last check. Uh, he's a guy who would figure to slot in either a reserve role um, to open the season or more likely would be potentially a midseason call-up. I think, you know, kind of a, a nice left-handed back, kind of in the model of Alex Presley, Tyler Collins, guy like that who can play all three outfield spots. Um, you know, beyond that, they have some relief prospects they have to make some decisions on, and also some pitchers who haven't progressed too far yet, but guys who you could see them slotting into the back of you know, kind of the end of the bullpen for some other teams if they left them unprotected. Um, you know, I'm thinking uh, Adam Ravenel, a former Vanderbilt closer who's in spring training this past spring, could be a candidate for that. Uh, Gregory Soto, who has only pitched in A-balls, but he's got a good arm. Kirsten Moreno, who's a hard-throwing reliever, uh, ended up in double-A to end last this, this past season. I'd expect him to be protected. And then Spencer Turnbull, who's opened some eyes in the Arizona Fall League this year. He's battled some injuries over the years. Uh, they use him as a starter, but he's got the type of power right-handed arm that a team could take a shot on him in Rule 5 and try to carry him, uh, you know, bury them in the bullpen and uh, let him sit there and develop there. But uh, it's more guys like that that the Tigers would be looking at have to decide on this year. And it, it's one reason why they've made so many moves to open up 40-man roster spots this offseason is because they have so many guys – 
that they want to try to find space to protect. And there could be more guys cut loose to open even more uh, room on the 40 man because I do expect them to be active in the Rule 5 draft next month. Yeah, and uh, again, the Rule 5 draft is uh, is not in, uh, a small or insignificant thing. A couple of guys that come to mind that have been Rule 5 uh, claims have been Dan Ugla, uh, Delino DeShields, uh, just to name a couple. I believe Justin Bohr, too, uh, from the Marlins was a Rule 5 guy. So there's always some trepidation with the youngsters that you don't protect by putting them on the 40-man. They could turn into a, a treasure for another team that claims them. So a lot of uh, very interesting decisions on the way, not just for the Tigers, but for the other 29 teams in baseball ahead of Monday's 40-man roster deadline. Jason Beck. A pleasure as always. Uh, we thank you for the knowledge and insights, and we'll do it again at this time next week. In the meantime, Matt Wehmeyer signing off for MLB.com Extras, Detroit Tigers.